get down and touch the ground. Welcome back to the first podcast of 2022 with Crystal and the down-to-earth network of wild, wonderful, and wise human beings. We've missed you while we've been on break, and we are so excited to be back with this powerful episode to crack open the heart of another year. Today, you are joining Crystal for an intimate and eye-opening conversation with Jess Dorkin. Jess opens the door to her amazing life with her son, Carter, and the autoimmune disease they have been dealing with since his birth. She will talk about her family and how they have been coping. Please note, this is a call to action, and we are looking for both spiritual and monetary support as Carter begins his transplant journey. Healing vibes, all the love, and thank you for joining us. Hey everyone, I know it's been a while. I'm back at her. I'm bringing some some really cool situations to um, light, and maybe not cool situations, but... I want to make a cool situation and bring some light to a situation, if that makes sense. And uh, yeah, today I am having my friend Jess on and we're going to talk a little bit. She's going to share with us what's going on with her and her family. And uh, basically, I don't know if any of you guys, anyone who's following us, when we had the old shop would have seen a video at the end of 2020 that I had put out about Lauren who had breast cancer who had got, just gotten diagnosed with breast cancer and so anyways for anyone not familiar with what happened what happened was absolutely miraculous and um, everyone kind of played a part in the miraculousness of the situation by literally sending her legitimate love and light basically what i did is i had gone on instagram and done an insta story or it was actually maybe a post or igtv something like that and just let everyone know what was up and yeah lauren yeah well she's coming back on to talk about what happened but basically she was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer and she kicked its ass so hard and we had asked for um, everyone just to like send her love especially for a couple of her appointments it's crazy I, I just re- honestly I just remember thinking that we could actually really do something and that we need to document this I was like man we need to document this because I know that she is going to heal so fast and mm. I just knew it and it happened and I think it even though we knew it was going to happen and it was like, this is how it's going to be. It still shocked the hell out of us. And it's still to this day, it makes no logical sense. Her story is unheard of. Yeah. So basically I just know that this shit is real. It works. I'm just so fucking grateful to have gotten to know you like man over the last few years here. And I think that all of the extra energy that people have could go your way and your family's way right now during this time fuck where you guys have some uh, stuff going on yeah fuck yeah 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 that's amazing that's what we need the love and the light yeah the real stuff (laughs) the real shit yeah (laughs) it's always just so comforting hearing 
real stories. And if it's not comforting, sometimes it might even make you feel like, or be grateful. Yeah. Sometimes it makes you feel uneasy, but then you feel the, you know, grateful for it. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, wow. You know, there's people out there going through a lot of shit. and Maybe my life isn't so bad. Earlier when we were talking where I feel like, man, for me, I've been at peace for so long. I feel like just because I've always known that everybody's gotten shit, you know, everybody's got a story. There's no one out there. Again, there's no free rides. Everybody's got shit. So anyways, all about sharing the good, the bad, the ugly, the struggles, man. You're in for a hike. You're in for a yeah. climb this year. Yeah. But I'm already celebrating where I'm like, I already know it's going to be hard, but yeah. basically we're going to give it all we got and it'll be as easiest as it can be. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the only way of thinking of it. I think there's, there's no, uh, I mean, there's space for negativity, for darkness, but that only helps you see the light and see where you need to be. So I think, yeah, it is going to work out. It is going to be okay. We're yeah. all going to be okay. Yeah. For one way or another, you know, yeah. there's a reason for it all. Yeah. So Jess, man, where do we want to start? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So man, dude, I want to know. I don't even know if I know. Are you from the island like originally? Yeah. Born and raised here. Born nice. in Nanaimo. Raised, raised in Anus. Raised on like a farm in Anus. Nice. Yeah, ran horses my whole life, and yeah, same with Dan. Dan was born and raised in on the island. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. Well, how long um, have you guys been together for? Uh, it'll be oh shit, it'll be so three years before Carter came. So he it'll be like thirteen years. Dude. Years. So not like yeah. Oh yeah. Not short but not long, you know. Oh, yeah. dude, thirteen years these yeah. days—that's probably a long time. Yeah. 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 We met working. Uh, we worked at the same place and just kind of like hit it off. Smoked a bunch of pot. Just kind of like fell in love. I love it. Yeah. It was trippy. We, uh, I look back on like our old emails and he emailed me because he like moved out of town to like Alberta and he emailed me on July 27th, 2009 and that's Carter's birthday. July 27th, 2012. Bullshit. Like three years later, I was like, when I found out, I was like, oh my god. Oh, like, shut up. Yeah. I crazy. love that you know that. Yeah. Do you know what? I bet you that that is the case for a lot of people, but they just don't yeah, even, didn't even like figure it out. Time, you figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. It was magic. Wow. Did you know? I did. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? It's honestly, I feel like. Yeah, for some of us lucky buggers, you just know. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's been, you know, all relationships have their ups and downs, but it's been amazing, and I'm... He's your ride or die. Oh, fuck yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So, you guys were together for two years, and then you got pregnant? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and we knew, like, our friends, Jamie had uh, her first, and um, our other friends got pregnant and we kind of looked at each other like I think it's our time and oh we fucking god. tried it wasn't like oh my god we're pregnant we actually like and it was the first try with Carter too it's like bam what? here we go <laughs> yeah I love it I was yeah it was meant to be it was meant to happen right wow yeah oh yeah. my goodness <laughs> Yeah, and he, like, was... How was your pregnancy? Like, super perfect. Like, easy. 
no complications and like yeah it went through the whole uh we had like a doctor he was like a super hippie type doctor or whatever whoever birthed the babies mm -hmm. at the hospital and yeah he was super awesome but he carter ended up coming like a month early but still everything was like normal we had a yeah. total natural birth or whatever and yeah went well yeah yeah and he was like happy little boy yeah and so when did his health stuff start it like started at like six months so like kind of after we stopped giving him breast milk because we were i had troubles breastfeeding at first yeah to, i don't know i just when i look back on it i'm like i should have tried harder right because oh, i do but no. whatever fuck we got we do what we could so he stopped getting breast milk around like six months five six months and just like it just kind of went downhill from there just like noticed he was lethargic and every single feeding he would puke it up like within minutes and then yeah he just wasn't growing and so he was like six five six months so they kind of get like regular checkups yeah. or whatever and our family doctor just kind of was like yeah that's like you know that's he's okay he looks good he looks fine and we were like okay we're just worried because he's not like eating enough like he just keeps throwing it up and it just kind of like got pushed not like pushed aside yeah. but maybe we didn't fight hard enough because we were like okay like i guess this like we were we were babies we Dude, didn't know first baby man yeah so like and then finally enough was enough and we're like look there's something wrong and we need to figure it out so he's like okay well i'm gonna have you scheduled in to meet a pedi pediatrician at the hospital in nanaimo and uh so we did and that's when they like hooked him up to things and they noticed that he was only getting like 70% oxygen like it's supposed to be a hundred so so you're fast or whatever at a hundred and he's only at like 70% so right away they're like oh my god he's not getting enough oxygen and it just kind of like from there it was like whoa so yeah like what did we like what what happened what did we do wrong like why is this happening and they couldn't figure it out in Nanaimo, so they sh they sent us over to Vancouver after that to have a bunch of tests done. And he was in the the pediatric NICU, like or the yeah. And he's about six months. Yeah, yeah. So he's six months old, tiny little thing. And they and they flew him there, and they like they, it was like oh, yeah. Wow. So like yeah. we got pictures of this little dude with like oxygen prongs in his nose, like. Just the cutest little fuzzball. I'll have to show you pictures of that because, like, they're my favorite. They're so cute. And he was always so, like, light. Like, you could see it in his eyes. He wanted so badly to be there, you know? Like, he's a happy little boy. Anywho, he is a happy little boy. So, yeah, they it took them, like, a few weeks to figure out that he had, like, an underlining immune deficiency. And at that point we were just sleeping in this like glass box of a, like the NICU and yeah, it took them a few weeks and they're like, okay, he has this immune deficiency, but we're not really sure what it is, but yeah. this is, so you're going to, so yeah, about like three weeks we were there and then they sent us home and he had to like be fed through like a, a nose tube. Yeah. Like, I don't know what, yeah. 
because he just wouldn't eat properly. So we had to make sure he got fluids through the nose tube. So we did that at home for like a couple of weeks until he was growing like See why like even I didn't even know that. That's yeah. why again I'm just so glad that you're sharing. I didn't even know that. I bet you there's like a lot of your friends that don't even know that. Yeah. Like you know? sorry if I'm rambling. No. So, but it's all just Please like yes, don't know. But yeah, so like six months old and then all of a sudden boom life's completely different we like I remember like still in Vancouver and Dan and I we like went out we went out for like I don't know just for a walk and uh we looked at each other and we asked each other like why us like what the fuck and I just remembered that like just like horrible horrible feelings and just like hating life and hating ourselves like our genetic makeup because it came from our genes yeah i'll get into that but yeah so we just we were mad so mad and like it took a little bit for us to be like you know this is shitty but you know buddy over there has it fucking harder so be fucking grateful that we caught it and that they can help and you know she'll be all right so we just like fucking stayed positive it fucking opened our minds like life's precious you know especially at being so small so yeah we like get home and had to feed him through the tube and he at like at six months he wasn't sitting up yet like he was too lethargic and like I think six months you can like sit anyway he you know so it took him a while to get there but um yeah then they finally figured out like what the underlining deficiency was called, um, gave it a name, whatever, but it came from, so it's X-linked hyper IgM. That's what the disorder's called. And X-linked meaning X, I gave it to him. My X, one of my X chromosomes, I passed on to him. So that meant going forward, if I was to have children again, it's possible that I could birth another one with this because, you know, whatever. So yeah, and then like getting that news, I'm like, holy fuck, you know? awesome. And so, yeah, yeah, great, like, what did I do to to deserve this? And like, but uh, like we had my mom tested, we had my sisters tested, we had my aunt tested for that mutated X chromosome is what they called it, and, nobody else had it so oh wow it's just like yeah I was like great this is crazy so after a while I kind of felt unique about it I was like well you know this is me (laughs) (laughs) mutated and all (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah so it it was normal you know and and uh so like the big thing is that like clearly I don't have the disorder it's only in males it's like exclusively in males this X chromosome thing so if I was to have another child if it was a boy it was a you know a certain percentage percentage that could do it again and so yeah but they're like your best option for his cure is a sibling because that's like the closest DNA match so like once they figured out what it was they're like so you could cure it with a bone marrow transplant or stem cell cord uh, cord marrow or whatever so we like you know 
pondered it like should we just go for it again but then it's like my sister's keeper type deal I like don't want to just do it because we want to find a cure for him yeah. like that's not the right reason so we just like we just like yeah made life normal at that point and you know and so when did you guys get out of the hospital how long did you have to be in Vancouver uh for like three weeks yeah. I think yeah the very get-go and then after what was did he have any like special things that he had to take or yeah so he um in order to keep a uh his so his immune system doesn't work properly it doesn't doesn't tell the antibodies to fight this virus or fight that bacterial infection it just doesn't know what to do so in order to keep that at a base level they had to give him and I'm going to butcher the word immunoglobulins so antibodies uh, and they started doing that once a month at the hospital so we'd go down once a month to the hospital and he'd be hooked up through an IV or whatever and we would sit there for like two three hours in the little clinic there Nanaimo. which yeah yeah. And so it was close and like that was like, okay, this is a good option. Yeah, we bought we a good this. immune system. You know, he'll have so it would just kind of drop at the end of the month when he's ready to get a new one, you know, and then boost back up. So that was that was working sort of like fucking seeing my son getting poked and prodded because they can't find a vein and all that. And he's fucking screaming like, so holy hard. fuck, you know, and I have to like bear hug him to like... Just like no one should have to do that. No yeah. one. Um, so that six you know, months on. Six months yeah, and he was dude. a little baby. And so for like three months, three, four months, I wanna say longer, I can't remember, but yeah, we did it once a month like that where you'd have to like go through this traumatic fucking experience. Yeah. But they 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 figured out like or whatever, there's like programs that they do like home infusions so instead of doing it once a month you do it once a week but not through iv mm -hmm. uh, so that's what they taught us to do so nice. dan and i can do it at home now nice uh, so we give it to him in his thigh subcutaneously and with like little tiny little like epi needles type yeah. size and you just put them in his legs, both legs, and then run this mechanical pump, which gives them the same product, but in, you know, so it's over the, you know, it's every week. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and that really changed our lives. Like at first we were like, holy fuck, we have to do this. Yeah. We have to poke our son every month or every week. Yeah. But we realized like, oh, this is nothing compared to watching him have to go through that every month yeah. in the hospital. So yeah, that really changed how we like dealt with things and like normalized this disorder. Like yeah. this was no normal life for us. So he's been getting an infusion since like he was one years old and he's nine now mm -hmm. every Friday. Like it's crazy how normal it is for me now to like yeah. have to do that. I don't even think it's like just muscle memory, right? I'm totally. Like, even with that, like he's getting his immune system, he still is like extremely susceptible to infection and bacteria and stuff like that. So, have you guys had any close scares like in the last nine years? Yeah, like he, so for living in the first five years of his life, he was constantly getting respiratory infections. Um, 
like constantly. Dan was constantly in the hospital in Nanaimo with him. It would be like, you know, midnight and Carter couldn't breathe because he's, you know, he's just coughing so hard. So he'd take him down to the ER and they'd admit him for a couple days. And this was like every winter, it would be one or two admissions in Nanaimo Hospital. And then finally, like, uh, he was like seven or, yeah, he was like seven or eight. And they're like, so he's constantly getting these infections in his lungs. We want to find out like why. So they did x-rays and stuff and they can like his poor fucking lungs. Like there's just spots all over them and like calcifications, they call it because he's like constantly getting inflamed and like scarred or I guess. I don't, sorry, I don't know like the yeah, technical it's all good. lingo, but yeah. So they did like biopsy and uh, a couple of biopsies on his lungs when he's seven and found that it's like decaying tissue on his lungs and like that's fucking not good like Jesus so they put him on like another medicine that we would have to inject so we've like have to inject him with this medicine like twice three times a week sometimes more depending on how how his uh levels were like they'd watch him through his blood work and stuff and yeah like it was just a trip they'd like call up and be like okay so you're gonna have to like give him a couple extra doses this week so like you know that'll be like four little jabs in his leg and on top of his weekly infusion so like the kid was getting like so much little pokes and stuff like no no kid should have to go through that go forward a bit from that like from the lung things they kind of just like were like okay well we don't really know where those came from and yeah nothing really came of it nothing really happened of it um but then fast forward to 2020 or sorry yeah 2000 no 2021 and he like breaks out in this full body rash like just out of nowhere and uh we noticed like he was getting kind of swollen like tonsilly area but that's like not common that's not uncommon i like called the pediatrician i sent her photos i was like look this is what's going on i just it's out of nowhere and she's like okay well go right to the clinic and they saw it and they're like okay you're going right to bc children's so we like didn't pack or anything we just brought like our carry-on type deal like a couple extra pairs of clothes and underwear and then we get there and they're like kind of the same deal like we're not sure what's going on so it took them like a week or two to figure out that it's cryptococcus um it's like the fungus that comes off of like trees and shit around here and mostly it's like it's like high amount in our area of the world so like um anyway so it's like the spores and the the stuff and the trees and like sometimes it can be in the the soil and so he he yeah got this cryptococcus in a uh, fungal infection in his lymph lymphatic synth, uh, system so his like all the lymph nodes in his neck were just like this big and like oh brutal and like he didn't lead on like I'm not a bad fucking mom like it's not like I didn't like he just didn't lead on like he there's anything wrong and like all of a sudden the full body rash happened and yeah 
it was a trip and like they thought it might turn into meningitis which is like in the spinal cord or something and so like that was just last year may 2021 and like yeah so that was it was like a month in the hospital 26 days in the hospital then uh just me and him and it wasn't like it, that wasn't quite a co- it wasn't like a close call but fuck was it scary and like like yeah yeah and then from there were they like okay let's figure this out well like so from the from the beginning there like you're on the bone marrow you're on like the list the use uh, I forget what it's called but like, like six months this was when you six months yeah. they put us on this list to find a match a bone marrow match so it's a worldwide thing and so they're like great you know there's there's like billions of people in the world and like dan and i have like a certain uh uh ethnicity mix yeah. right so like they i was like it's bound to pop up it's not that not that uncommon um but yeah it's been like nine years and they haven't found a, a perfect match or whatever in this system so they we're like we're thinking of using Dan as a half match so it, it's like four out of the eight human something antigens or something mm-hmm. um, that we will match from Dan because I have the mutated chromosome so they can't use me uh, so they're gonna use Dan's and they'll put it in the lab and do their like genetic fucking science shit and like <laughs> totally. make it like work yeah make it work make it work and they like you know so at first we're like is this okay like do we say yes to this like (laughs) i don't know because i'm a little nervous like (laughs) seems like a lot to fucking gamble you know so and they yeah and then they like we talked to them again and it's like through stupid covid it's through the web thing so we're like talking over the computer and like yeah they're like uh in the last like what did they say last 13 years they used a specific number like 13 years i think our like uh processes have gotten way better that like the outcomes are just about as good as a full match so i'm like like oh wow this so, is great yeah so this i uh, like that was reassuring you're not wasting your time no it's like this is a very good yeah. yeah i like yeah it's it's hard to like be like yeah okay so it's you know they've been doing this for this many years they've got it like yeah. i don't know i have my doubts right like i, I still want to put them out there <laughs> like going into it with no expectations but man just freaking praying like a mofo yeah you know yeah yeah and like yeah so um what's the plan so yeah what what's that procedure gonna be like for dan so that yeah so they i think they take it like uh as far as i know like out of his hip so it's like a quick procedure for him Mm -hmm. um as far as I know, yeah, um, we, they haven't really given us the details. Yeah. Um, but and the in like the uh, healing time varies from yeah. patient to patient, of course. Yeah. So he's a pretty strong motherfucker. I yeah. Think. I think he'll be really. I think he'll be good. But uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, think. and I know, like, timelines, who freaking knows. But, yeah, like, what's uh, the plan so far? So far, they, like, they want to bring us in and do, like, preliminary, like, what are, like, the pre-tests. Yeah. So they need to make sure there's no infection or inflammation in Carter. So they'll come in and they'll do another little biopsy of his lung uh, and have a look at, like, everything and make sure there's no infection because going into a bone marrow transplant, they're they're knocking out your entire system first so you're you're ground zero like you can't have anything yeah you know so yeah they have to and i assume that once they get though like the go-ahead kind of thing like we're good to go they'll like book us in they said may but that's not like they didn't say it's concrete yeah because like of whatever so we still don't know a date yeah but we're just like now we're coming up to like april and like okay like when are they gonna tell us when's it gonna be i don't want to be blindsided a week before yeah so (laughs) yeah we're just kind of like patiently waiting yeah timeline for when you guys are um in vancouver what's that do they say what you guys can expect so dan's gonna go there yeah and then so yeah, he'll get his procedure, and then I assume it will be within a few days that they, well, I don't know, take it from, the, like, wherever the lab, yeah. and then they start Carter in. So yeah, they do have to like, yeah, fuck, I've kind of like forgotten a little bit of the process, but I do believe that they have to like start off with radiation to knock out the system, and then that's like d-day that's like when they start infusing the new system and it'll all be through like a intravenous type not intravenous it's called a central line so yeah the line goes straight into like near your heart so it's like going right in there and that will be for like three months that he'll be set up on that as far as i understand yeah so three months you're like boom in like isolation type deal he'll be in his thing will you be able to be hanging out with him i don't know if we'll be able to sleep in there mm-hmm. i don't know i'm i don't know i yeah. hope so i hope yeah. one of us can at least sleep on a cot in the room at um, all times yeah totally like, i would think so He's oh under 12 for like, fuck's sakes yeah if not like mama come bear on. is gonna freak out yeah absolutely so absolutely they have the uh they have the ronald mcdonald house like on the the grounds there and the another place down the road called easter seal and they're they're really good there they're super accommodating so i i am crossing my fingers that one of those is available in that time yeah and that we will be able to stay as a family and because like they have like you know a little like Little sweets there. Yeah, we stayed at. Um, I stayed at one when my dad was in the hospital, way back when in Saskatoon. It was right across the street from the hospital, and as dumb as it sounds, it was just like so comforting because you're around other people that are going through some right. fucking shit too. And like, I just remember the simple things like sharing peanut butter and they had like the little kitchen kind of situation and you just all kind of have your stuff marked in the fridge and it's like it's it's that's yeah you look for that camaraderie that like connection for 
we're all humans we're all here we all need each other so yeah yeah i'm just i know it'll i know it'll work out yeah that'll be the plan and then like once once that three months is up i think then they'll it'll be like outpatient type deal but we'll still have to be right there so we'll probably all get to stay at the like the whatever wherever Mm -hmm. we are and yeah after like four or five months depending on how he takes it and how everything goes then we'll we'll slowly be able to kind of get further and further away from the hospital yeah as odd as that sounds i'm hoping for five months five months there and then we can come home yeah and just heal here and then do your do the appointments and yeah yeah. well when you think about timing may perfect may june july august september it's like man to be back you know during the shitty winter months it'll be perfect yeah they yeah that's the they do they said ideally they do bone marrow transplants in the summer because there's less flus and stuff going on less little bugs so so much sense i was like good okay yeah i like that (laughs) yeah so do you think dan's gonna come back with your daughter yes i can't see them staying the whole time yeah uh so i think like maybe for the first two three months i do see them staying maybe not annie my daughter i you know it she's she's six she'll be seven in june so like that's a lot for her to do too like to be kind of tucked in this little area and you know she is carter's little uh little fighter though like sidekick yeah i think it'll be super key to have her there for his healing and for his vibrations his energy um her yeah. cheering him along yeah like i think yeah so i'm really hoping that that'll work out that we'll be able to all stay there for at least the like the first three weeks uh three months okay so man tell me about annie like <laughs> oh my goodness so there's the three-year difference yeah three-year difference yeah. yeah so man were you guys trying when you had her yeah Ooh, yeah. like same deal like tried two times boom there she is nice like, yeah she was like uh oh she was she was late of course little little lady um <laughs> and perfect birth perfect labor like the at the hospital again the nurses were just like we you could just do it and like i was it was it was magical man like yeah. i was doing my hair and just like waddling around i loved it i loved every moment of it yeah oh uh, god i love oh, birth man. i love birth dudes you should have seen us before we started this we were just like <laughs> bawling our faces off watching a birth oh, video and like the fucking power yeah man obsessed yeah like if like i know oh, i would do it again and again and again yep if i just didn't have to feed them all no yeah exactly no i'm not i'm not i'm not i it honestly is a thing now i'm like going to get groceries now and i'm like shit man my kids are eating just as much as us and i'm like you know cost cost are getting sick thank god it's spring yes garden season oh it's so good so man when you were pregnant with her were you tripping out oh yeah 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 because like yeah well they were right oh yeah they uh we got this kit where dan would take a piece of the umbilical cord and yeah so he like 
he was he cut the cord of course and like you know all the hospital shit but he he like cut a piece of the cord off and put it in a bag and then like we shipped it off to this place because we needed it to be tested to see if it was a match and like we were just like fingers crossed for like two two weeks it was we're like oh my god this this could be his like you know this could be it um but no (laughs) unfortunately but whatever that's what it is and so when you did you find out that you're having a girl I did, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, was yeah. that a relief? Yes, that was a relief. Right? Yeah, because like she could be just like me though, right? Yeah. She could still have a mutated X chromosome and the same thing would happen to her in her future possibly. Yeah. So can they figure that out before she was to have babies? Yes. It's just like a simple blood test. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. So I don't... Yeah, I don't think she's, I think she's good though, as far as I can remember. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That would have been a, you know, a relief. Yeah. It so hard. It is hard. But like we got over it. It was normal. It was like, whatever. And we weren't just like about to try again and have another baby. It was just, we were good with two. Oh, but I do wish, like I, like being pregnant. Do you not miss that? Like oh, all I love about being it? Pregnant. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like the whole, the whole thing. Again, it's just unbelievable how, you know, before having kids, I don't know, it's crazy. It's like, oh, yeah, how about that? How about that speechless? I just feel like, honestly, for myself with the kids, you know, and as they get older and it gets like different things get trickier and it's just our hearts, man. Our hearts, I just, you know. It's like you weren't, you found like the true like meaning or feeling or, you know, whatever you want to call it, like of love, of life. I know. Oh, I'm just so, so grateful to chat with you about all this. And it's so interesting that that you say May of 2021. So I say, I just love it. I was like, oh yeah, I met, like we were hanging out in 2020. No, it was 2021. Yeah. Was I didn't meet you I'm like, dude, it's even been a year. was like in well, May. May. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to miss it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Like shit, like so time soon, flies. Yeah. As soon as I was just like, what? When you're, we're doing timelines. I'm like, I'm <laughs> saying years. It hasn't so, even been a year. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. beautiful. Yeah. But I've always felt this uh, strong connection to you. And I think it's a wiring thing for sure. And then, man, once when um, Jamie had mentioned something to me about Carter and then when, you know, you opened up more about it, I was just so thankful that you did. Because, again, it's just like no one should have to be going through this alone. Yeah. And, you know, like. Again, I just feel like there's enough, you know, people in our community that throughout this time, man, like we can really like help you guys out in more ways than one. And even like for anyone listening to this, like if you don't live here, man, get to know your people around you and stuff. And like, I just feel like there's just so many people in our own communities that need help. But here's the key too. Nobody, nobody knows you need help if nobody knows what's going on. Well, exactly. And so that's yeah. why, like, man, for me, I'm just so, um, 
it's big shit you got going on, man. Yeah. And you're kind of like a badass woman. And so <laughs> I never would have known that. And so I'm glad I know that so that I can send the fucking extra love your way. Oh, you know nice, what I mean? Man. Yeah. Well, you, I don't know. I've Not that I hide, hide anything. I just, like, it's so carry hard to on. fucking, yeah. You carry, you carry, yeah. you carry. Yeah. Fuck, we're carrying the weight of the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> carrying right? the weight of the world. Yeah. And we're trying to let go of some of it. Because <laughs> we got, like, again, it's like, there's enough to carry just under our own roofs. Yeah. I pulled a card last night at, um, I went to, went to a sound bath and I pulled a card and it was loneliness. That was the card. And then it said, I, I forget. It was like, you don't have to do this alone type thing. Like you're not alone. And I was like, fuck, like that is what I have to release. Like I'm yeah. not fucking alone. And I just, as much as I open up and like do circles and stuff, I still go home and like get these feelings. And I just need to let those go because this is money. This is gold. This is what I need. This is my medicine. Just connection. Well, man, it's like, I feel like too sometimes when it comes to the open, like being open to receive, it's so hard. And like, again, yeah. you'll, I just see it over and over. I used to be like that. Like, you know, sometimes you see like the biggest givers are the ones who find it the hardest to receive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for me, I'd be like, give, give, give. And like, don't worry about me. Don't yeah. worry about me. I'm fine. I'm fine. And this might be a load of bullshit or not even make sense what I'm about to say. But like, I had read something where a lot of times they'll say for people that, um, don't want help and want to do things on their own and like you know don't worry about me i just want to take care of myself kind of thing that that yeah. is just um that's a trait of trauma do you yeah, know what i mean because yeah, yeah. it's just like well they're scarred you don't up wanna, and they don't want to you don't want to depend on people yeah because you can't so then all of a sudden you just want to become that super independent person and i know like i've really pondered that over the years for jeff and i both because we both are very like that like even sometimes where i'll say to him he'll be struggling with something in the yard. I'll be like, well, dude, our next door neighbor, let's just ask him to borrow his like, you know, little tractor thing or something. Yeah. I'll be like, no. I'm like, well, why? <laughs> like, yeah. dude, like, why not? And it's seems like, like an answer to me, you know, you don't have to do everything by yourself and struggle, but it is, um, yeah. Being open to receive. Oh, once you do, once you do open up and you feel that community feeling like, it feels so good to help people. It feels so good to give and like, yeah, and to receive. Cause yeah. like, it's all part karma, of it, man. Yeah, like, and like, it's an it energy around. exchange. Yeah, yeah. It's like full circle. Yeah, and it just makes sense. Once Dan and Annie get back here and are doing their thing, we'll do. It's going to be the food. Food's always a good way to help people. That. Yeah have stuff going on we'll get your freezers filled up zooms you know what i mean we'll, we'll get yeah. you in on circles yeah. any ones that are happening Dude, and stuff that'd be that'll be great yeah. pop in say hello we'll plan it around your schedule yeah oh that'd be sweet and like i know he'll appreciate that so much he's the hardest one to accept help like all the all, all the men are yeah just the men are the worst it's not like he's too not too full of pride or anything it's just Dude, they find it hard. Yeah. I know. Like he, yeah. So, yeah, I thank everyone with the bottom of my heart. 
in advance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically anyone listening to this, what we're going to do is I'm going going to throw up this podcast story. If you're like, how do I find any links or anything? Tina will probably use her brilliant voice <laughs> and direct everyone where to go. Oh, hey, just me popping in to tell you the ways that you can support Jess and her family. As Crystal mentioned, there is a GoFundMe, which we will be posting on our social media account and in our newsletter and on our website. You can find all this information on www.dteconnection.com. Of course, if you do not want to visit us at our website or on our social media, you can Google this GoFundMe, Carter's Transplant Journey, organized by Janet Dorkin. If you do not want to use GoFundMe, there are other options such as e-transfer. You can e-transfer Jess directly at jdorkin at live.com. That's j-d-o-r-k-i-n at live.com. That's it for me. I'm going to leave these two to wrap up this episode. Yeah, so I haven't podcasted for a few months. It's been quite an eventful start to 2022. <laughs> I've... Uh, <laughs> Haven't had much much spare time, but also it's kind of been like a purpose thing. And for me, what's kind of gotten me going again is thinking about doing this podcast with you. It's like purposeful stuff and moving on, like moving forward in the future. I just feel like there are so many people on a local level that could use a little extra love, a little extra love help in all the different ways it could be any story it could be anything and there's just so many people going through so many different things and so basically what i want to do is whenever it happens i'm thinking probably once every couple months i want to have someone on to share their story and then we're going to throw it an email and then if anyone has any extra love or energy you can put a picture because we're going to be sending you can see a picture online of jess and her family And so then you can actually see a picture where you can visualize where you're sending your energy towards. Mm -hmm. So that's one way of helping. And then another way of helping is the most uncomfortable way that you're probably like, oh my goodness already. It's like, so whatever. But it's also, if you got any extra dough, five or 10 bucks will help buy a coffee or whatever when you're in Vancouver no obligations and again if you don't have extra dough who cares we are down for the love beams man right yeah because it works what I'm here for it's like man with Lauren seeing what happened and how like literal miracles are happening right now and you know why because people are waking up yeah and people are realizing how fucking powerful we are for so many people it could sound so foo-foo but like how many more stories do we need to tell you because i'm telling you yeah a year from now we're going to be coming back on here and we'll be saying the same shit as lauren's going to be sharing here soon yeah a miraculous story where it all works out because it can yeah no i believe it i believe it there's i say it again there's a a reason for everything yeah I don't know. Yeah. I'm speechless. I know. Humbled. It's yeah. like, it's, yeah. yeah, humbling. Well, man, dude, I love you so much. <laughs> dude, we, before too. this, I was thinking, oh my God, this is, we're just going to be bawling our faces off tonight. But That's what I thought too. But no. Oh, I think it's okay. Right? Yeah. And uh, we I got those like tears out of the it. way by yeah. watching birth. That's what we got to do before every podcast. Yeah. Let's just watch some birth stories. Oh, it gives you the. 
Yeah. Fucking. Oh, yeah. takes you right power. back. Yeah. To yeah, man. Bringing in these special babes that are taking us on a bigger ride than we could have imagined. And I think that's the thing, too, about, you know, being a parent where I'm like, man, I thought life was a trip before being a parent. Now, oh, man. up and down and all around our heart, like, again, it's just like my heart. I feel like it's just all over the place. It's just so smushed and overflowing. And yeah. you, holy Hannah. <laughs> yeah, it's so wild. So, yeah, yeah from our mama hearts to everyone's mama hearts out there this shit is this shit is hardcore yeah well Jess I'm so grateful that you shared your story tonight and I can't wait to have you on again thank you for having me um you know I don't get to say like the whole story out you know at once a lot so I'm thank you for having me and sharing the space and setting those intentions for me and my family and my son because we fucking need it and uh, I can feel it already so me too dude fucking thank you yeah I've heard you guys say it before normalizing this shit like yeah. normalizing the pain and the trauma because we all go through it yeah. so yeah this like I love how open this space is all right dudes thank you so much for listening what can we say man life is precious yeah it is life is precious you live it yeah love it live it and love it yeah and feel it yeah don't hide it no there's nothing to hide it's drawn a blank i'm like yeah that's it that's how we're gonna end it's the love Don't miss an episode of Down to Earth. Subscribe and review to our YouTube channel and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can reach out to us on our website at dteconnection.com.